and welcome to episode 116 of Nobody Special. This episode, we talk about apologetics and spiritual rest. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host, and I'm sorry, of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, we are the host of Nobody Special. This is a podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Caleb? Hello. Welcome to the new normal. As what all of that? us are in this together during these trying times, mm-hmm. we are separate but together as we social distance and i hate all of these phrases all of them all of yeah, them it's getting a little old isn't it we're all in this together but separate <laughs> like, it's like I high school musical but over zoom i hate that i am so glad i know a lot of states are picking on florida for starting to open up but i'm gonna go to a restaurant and sit down because i'm tired of it and also I just got to say this. I was going to bring it up, but we kind of had our special guest the previous episode, and I was already trying to not say stupid things. Whether or not I succeeded, go and find out. We'll have to see. Contact list delivery. So let's talk about this for a second, because Domino's is offering contact list delivery. Right. No hands touch the pizza after it comes out of the oven. Mm-hmm. What was going on before? Like what? What were they? What were they doing? I feel like you have to touch a pizza, right? Okay, but like I, I'm never under the impression that my food isn't being touched by hands. No, but now there's contactless delivery, and and when they bring it, I've I've never touched a delivery man. So when what are they? Are, what were they doing to my pizza beforehand? We're just like palming it, like there's the pizza, and and then instead of giving it to you, I they, think. What? Leave it on the doorstep on contact, the ground. Yeah, exactly. I think that's what contact means. But now they're just putting it on the ground. They're putting the food on the ground. Yeah. Would you rather have that or Out get of coronavirus? <laughs> but, like, it's already in their hand. They don't – I mean, do they dump it out? To well, not I mean, it? it's mainly just imagine having to answer the door, be like awkwardly – Hey, thanks. So they drive by and just yeet, you know, just yeet the pizza at the door. Yeah. No, they they go. <laughs> no touching. Put it on the ground and go down the stairs. I mean, I live on a second floor. That's why I have stairs. But, but it's the same amount of touches. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It's it's touching. They have to take it out of no, their think bag. About it. It's touching. But imagine if someone putting like, it on just the dirt talking, with the other germs, just talking to someone. Like me talking, my breath is going to your face, whether you call see it or not. Contact. No, but it's a lot faster of a spreading I... than touching. Because if you touch someone, then when you have can you wash done that? Your hands. When have you done that to a delivery man? Like, thank, thank you no. for getting my pizza. No, thank it's you. mainly You've it's never mainly done this. the face-to-face interaction. I think this is in order to take food from someone from your door. It is not six feet away. Garbage. For these trying times that we now find ourselves in. I don't think so. It's but. a little bit. It's dominoes. Mm. I'm no Everyone's that, doing it. That, that could just be libelers. What I was about to say. 
slammed Everyone's down, doing like, it. it. Not just Domino's. But they're like they're the only people I've seen like new contact l- 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 delivery. No, DoorDash has said that. Grubhub has said. I that. just I don't feel. You know, for COVID, I think it's almost fine. every company is. No, that. no way. Like yes. I, I think for COVID that makes sense. But you're putting it on the on the ground with the rest of the germs. It has just increased the odds of other things. Right. I don't know. I just think it's funny. But it's decreased the coronavirus, as long as you wash your hands after. Flattening that curve. That's another one. Tired of that one, too. Flattening the yeah. curve. Tired it's of it. It's kind of annoying. Tired of it. So, um, no, it's been it's been a crazy Gosh, few weeks. we're disagreeing uh, weeks. already? I don't know. Are we? Oh, we're no. not disagreeing. <laughs> we're having conversation. Well, Caleb. That sounded like the most passive Caleb, thing ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, then. <laughs> Speaking what? of apologies, disagreeing is awesome. I love disagreeing. Of apologies, contrast. Speaking, yes. Again, really good segue. I know. I'm trying to crush it. it. That's mainly what I'm doing. Uh, I may sound like I'm being really feisty. I'm trying to crush his. We're just trying to <laughs> crush my hopes his and dreams. dreams. Yes, because we're also talking about apologetics. Apologetics. So over the past week, gosh, yeah, that was about a week ago. Um, the the there was some bad news that came out was that tuesday monday or tuesday or something um, yeah a monday yeah, i think it was um, two, monday or tuesday dr ravi uh passed he was a famous evangelist and apologist uh who paved the uh, the path to a ton of great things going on all throughout christianity all over the globe he had a fantastic a ministry books, radio programs, everything else. I mean, he, 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 oh, just a fantastic person. He uh, mm-hmm. um, passed on due to I think it was cancer. Yeah, and it was just it was a really it was kind of a sad day for global Christianity because uh, this is a man that had an impact on a fair amount of people. So right, yeah. I mean, and I feel like there's always a personal connection with people who either lead you to. Mm-hmm. Christ or lead you closer to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And so like I feel like that's why it kind of made an impact. Yeah. A lot more than other people because I mean I feel like everyone if you've mm-hmm. heard of him, if you've read his stuff, if you've listened to his sermons or mm-hmm. even just him talking it. Yeah, radio sermons, books, like colleges articles or something. You know, lectures. Like, I mean, the man. He, the man was busy. Yeah, he yeah. is awesome. And yeah. I mean, he did just straight up exalt Christ and everything he did, mm-hmm. and it was super cool to see. Yeah, I mean, like he is one of the most graceful. Like when people, yeah, like yeah, atheists yeah. or had questions for him, like mm-hmm. he's super, super chill. Mm-hmm. I mean, then you look at, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it was just cool. the story that probably stands out the. Most to me that almost got talked about on our podcasting was like two years ago, 2018, is um, a person accused him of um, uh, sexual kind of a misconduct, mm-hmm. um, and 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 kind of the cool parts of the story. S- 
is that this person had so many checks and balances in place, accountability, these kinds of things that everyone said, nah, no, not at all. Um, but, yeah. but still, after kind of checking into the story and finding out that it didn't carry any basis, I, I mean, the person that made up this story to try and target this person, Ravi still apologized? And said, I, I apologize to any person that this could have impacted or hurt. They came on to me and I straight away told the elders of this and I apologize. And I was like, what are you, hey, dude, what are you apologizing for? But the, the, cause I, I don't think it was, it, it was a politic kind of like, uh, I stand in apology, that kind of thing. It was mm -hmm. an actual, to anybody that, even going through this caused pain. I am so sorry that this happened. Right. And I was just like, that is some, uh, a, a, a move of integrity and care that I wish to be at that as an instinct. Cause I, I, I'd kind of gone through that story and thought like, yeah, I'm still not seeing the thing he's apologizing for. He didn't do right. anything and he handled it well, but a oh man, that was just a, good christian kind of a man that yeah 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 he's cool yeah now i know that she oh, you had gone through a few of his books in high school yeah i i couldn't tell you which ones mm -hmm. and then there was also i think so it was many. yeah him talking at some convention i think it's mm -hmm. i take you rebecca or something you know what i'm talking about no it's about i think it's him taking his uh his wife who it's like part of the culture that you don't mm -hmm. like meet them beforehand yeah yeah and talking about um love being as something that is um an action more than a feeling mm -hmm. at first at least yeah you know because him talking about how you know how could he mm -hmm. love this person who he had never met right and then having to spend the rest of his life with her mm -hmm. and how at first it was it was all about you know love is an action right and if i'm remembering correctly you know mm -hmm. to be honest i could be completely off yeah. but it sounds yeah. like something you'd say so yeah. um and that you know then that's when love came in and yeah. so i mean like the feeling so mm -hmm. i mean that's really the thing that you know had the biggest impact on me, I would say, is, mm -hmm. you know, love is an action and understanding what that means mm -hmm. and understanding that our feelings aren't the things that should rule us. Sure. Um, but yeah. Sure. Super I, sad. I always understood him best as an apologist. And I think people kind of get this mm -hmm. misunderstanding of what apologetics is um, because they tend to can define it by a defense of the faith and that's not in it's it's not wrong but it's incomplete um it's 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 a defense of the faith in that you know going back to the term of, of apology in the greek it talks about giving an alternative it it gives an an alternative uh kind of an explanation to in this case the atheist or the mm -hmm. other um uh a counter way of thinking right and 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 to do that is kind of a kind of a first step or can be kind of a first step in bringing a person to the faith and and 
and often those two are are blended. The apologist and the evangelist are 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 tied t- together because of that because it it talks to people that aren't bowed to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I I understood that that this uh, a man gave a ton of time and effort into apologetics, but doing that in in a manner of strength and grace. Yeah. And those two things are so difficult to blend, but in talking to people that aren't bowing to Christ, those two things, you have to stand firm because they, they, they do carry this. No, this is the thing I know it to be, but to be able to defend that and claim that this is the, uh, uh, the, uh, the actual, person of god takes strength but also mm-hmm. grace and right i just i appreciated a ton of his stuff uh there and i'm still gonna go through it again and yeah because it's been a bit but i want to go back and go through it right yeah mm-hmm. it's super sad you know to mm-hmm. see him go but i mean it's awesome to think that yeah. he is now yeah. you know united with christ yeah and we get I'm to sure chill with Robbie Zacharias it. at some point. I mean, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of the cool part is, you know, a funeral to a Christian is kind of a, especially if they've been battling through a thing as, as kind of painful as cancer. It's almost, uh, I'm glad they're at rest. Right. Because um, it's yeah. not, yeah, it's it's a bit different. And I think we'll get into that in a little bit. But um, I mean, just on the the subject of apologetics uh a a question actually did come in through our yes. uh, a youtube channel on episode 103 right. Rhett link in ear biscuits and deconstructing faith by nick b um yep yeah and i think that it's super interesting i mean it's kind of going back to our conversation that we had about Rhett and link mm-hmm. um and talking about you know, faith mm-hmm. is the main thing. Sure. And I mean, that's really what apologetics is about. Sure. Um, is, I mean, like you said, it's defending the faith and coming up with a defense for it. Although mm-hmm. I think you added some other stuff onto it. Yeah. But going to um, read this question now, and I'm going to expose what you just typed in. Danny always thinks I talk too long, which is true. No, and no. So I, I, he typed in, read the question. It caps was on accidentally. Yeah. Well, came you, off well, way more aggressive than well, I think you, you were. Did. You were leaning in. No, okay. We want to do this now. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Let's go. I want to do You were this. leaning into the answer without the question. And it's a good question out of our great friend, Nick B. Uh, and I wanted to be sure that uh, okay, Nick B I'm got his day in court. Also, thank you, Nick. For thank you asking questions because yes. we love it also everyone who commented nice stuff on that mm-hmm. episode super encouraging and um and we appreciate people who it didn't comment nice stuff yeah thank you for Which watching that one we yeah. got a couple of those so. um <laughs> <laughs> anyways here's the next question do you think that making and before i read this i should He's uh he's talking about something that we said in that podcast, which is why we're bringing up that podcast, mm-hmm. and um kind of asking us a question and challenging what we said, which I love. So let's mm-hmm. read this. Do you not think that making plans for standing firm in the faith is completely contradictory? If you want to test your faith, you shouldn't just be asking questions and being in Christian community. 
these kind of solutions seem to seem like reinforcing the echo chamber. But rather, you should be looking at every critique of faith and other option and exposing yourself to other ideas and every and everything desperately trying to not believe. Wouldn't that make a better test to see if you are in faith rather than planning specific actions to pretend that you are standing in the faith? Now, he's talking about mm-hmm. a section where we were talking about what are some things that we can do to help us stand firm in the faith. Mm-hmm. And I will kind of clarify a bit of what we were talking about. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was we, – we were talking about Red and Link and how not standing firm in the faith is – we weren't saying that being in Christian community um, or reading the Bible more – is standing from the faith. I would say personally that that is something that encourages you in the faith Mm -hmm. in order so that you may look into these things like you're talking about, all these things. And that's why we brought those up is because, you know, of the whole deal with Red and Link. Mm -hmm. And so that's really where our heart was behind that. But do you have anything to add? Do I have anything to add? I mean, like four bullet points. Um, I a bit. So, you know, I I do think that there is an interplay between a knowledge of the brain and faith of the heart, mm-hmm. um, and that's o- very oversimplistic, I would say. Um, and and to to these guys, kind of the 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 part I'm struggling through is that. Those two on Ear Biscuits, they did that. They checked into everything, and then they walked away out of the faith because of that. They they carried questions, and and and, and I think the the flaws of doing that are are that they did it not in Christian community, mm-hmm. um, and and all throughout Scripture it talks about the importance of Christian community of being in that kind of a connection to other Christians, and I don't think that. It makes it an echo chamber. I do think if I know this thing to be true in faith, then growing in that faith is partially being in a community that does cultivate that growth. Um, if every time Christianity is a questioned out of community, Mm-hmm. It it it's well not every time but it's more probable going to fail if it's questioned out of community because um, the enemy tends to pick off strays right um, and 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 yeah. because it's an aspect of faith there is this part that when attacked people do try and go back on on the knowledge of the brain but because it's based in faith there is a point that the faith needs to trump the knowledge um even though they're both important mm-hmm. but 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 faith trumps knowledge every time right uh in and i i don't know i i did struggle through this question a bit i think it's a great question and i appreciate it right nick um I do kind of disagree on part of it, even though I think it's a a great idea is being brought up. Um, I do think that there are people that are called to do that thing, um, right? To yeah. t- to check into the critiques of the faith, to go through those, to be 
a, a challenged on a basis of 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 thinking through of the faith but i i also can think of and i'm thinking of very specific people where they should not do that um I'm not claiming it isn't good to do. I'm claiming this is a a special calling to explore and be an apologist. Right. I mean, I I would say that I mean, I might be disagreeing with you, which is kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but I think that everyone should explore apologetics. And I think that there's a timing to it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. That you should not just – it shouldn't be something that you're like, you know what? I'm just going to go read some articles about why Christianity is false today. Right. That there needs to be a very specific mindset that you're going into it with. Like I think back to high school where um, we I, – I went to mm-hmm. a place called Classical Conversations. And I mean it's a homeschooling group. <clears throat> But we learned about apologetics and what that included is not just reading Darwin and all mm-hmm. these things. Sure. You know, we read those, but sure. that wasn't it. Like if you just left it there and then it would be kind of dumb. You know, like you have to first build the faith. And that's why we read years beforehand. You know, you're reading the Bible. They're encouraging us to do that, right. to, you know, be in community, all of those things, so that we can read through this and not only just read through that, but mm-hmm. find the contradictions. Sure. And be able to have points against it. Sure. I don't think we're disagreeing as much as you probably think we are. I, I'm claiming all of that is good. Right. But those are good things to do. The problem that I I I'm I'm kind of pushing back on is that everybody needs to do this. I mean cuz that isn't a command that's found in right. scripture that this is above and beyond the 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 things that God is is asking and and it's it's I am not trying to claim doing those things are bad. I'm trying to claim that there there are people that that is not their calling, and to mm-hmm. do that could be catastrophic to them. Um, they, and there are others that are called to wade out into that field to stand in the mud in order to 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 stand and be a a beacon to other people. I I think all of it is good. The problem I have is that everybody needs to do it. That is prescriptive above mm-hmm. and beyond the prescriptive things of scripture. And that's the problem I have. It's great. Those are great things to do um, in context. And that's a great point too, that you still, still going to need to have the Christian community still going to need to be grounded in scripture and understanding the truth of scripture. But as far as being able to stand against the enemy's attacks from a spiritual perspective, it's still... Isn't that just apologetics, though? No, it's actually faith. Uh, the shield of faith as as the enemy is flinging the fiery arrows to stand behind the shield of faith. It's not apologetics, actually. Um, uh, apologetics tends to be a thought-based kind of discussion, which is great. I want to be clear. Apologetics are fantastic, but at, mm. as the enemy is attacking the 
the default kind of tool is um, faith. Right. And I mean, I think it's tied into that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, but I just claim everybody needs to go do apologetics. I don't think that's true or fair. So, I mean, I feel like we need to define is faith more of a passive thing? Because that's where I feel like it's turning into. Faith is something that is. when mm. when the arrows come, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just I'm holding my shield up. As I feel like apologetics is going intentionally out into the battleground, um, to the enemy side. Mm-hmm. You know, like right. if that makes sense. Um, um, I don't think those are exclusive terms. I don't think it's either faith or apologetics. I think apologetics is a a special kind of of a ministry kind of close to being an evangelist. Um, in fact, those are two I'd claim are very, very tied to each other, being an apologist and being an evangelist. You know, most of the apologists I know tend to also be evangelists because that's mm-hmm. the kind of person they're talking to, but they're engaging it on an academic end to challenge thought to get to their heart. Um, but, but the problem but, I see running mm-hmm. into all of this is that I feel like you when we are called to, and and we were talking about this a bit mm-hmm. earlier, when we are called to evangelize, that doesn't necessarily mean being an evangelist, right? Right. Um, but you're going to be put mm-hmm. in communities of people sure. who do not believe what you believe, um, and even just groups, mm-hmm. not really communities, but and even if it's just one person, and having, I I feel like. It's not something everything needs. Everyone needs to do. I think yeah. it's. But and that's it, all it's I'm close saying, though. To it, in my and opinion. And now we're and now we're because <laughs> because I believe that uh-huh. apologetics. I mean, I probably <clears throat> wouldn't believe Christianity today if mm-hmm. I hadn't taken those apologetics, mm-hmm. um, done apologetics in high school, mm-hmm. um, learning what all of these things were. Sure. And kind of having these ways to defend your faith. Right. And not just because I, here's where I have the problem. I'm just thinking out loud. But like, how can you properly evangelize to someone if you don't have a solid, you know, combat to what they believe? If that makes sense. Of course, there's prayer. Of course, there is just being like sharing your testimony which is Mm -hmm. great but i feel like there i I don't know maybe that's just me but i feel like it's hard to share your faith effectively and and that feels like and once again i'm thinking out loud but it feels like Mm -hmm. you're kind of taking the power away from god which i guess might be how whoa how I mean, that's an accusation right what? there. How am I taking the power away from God? No, not you. I'm okay. saying with apologetics. We'll turn this off. We're going to fight. With um, apologetics being like, mm-hmm. I have to have a counter argument to what they believe mm-hmm. might be taking away, um, you know, I, not taking away, I but I don't think anything minimizing. is... I, I don't think... I don't think calling into question any change in the power of God comes into play in this because well, it that's could not be it could saying. not be no i'm saying no, minimizing. I get the thing. you know the the scripture yeah, where paul it's... talks about you know like lofty speech mm-hmm. and that you know this is mm-hmm. it's kind of useless right in a sense because we just need to trust in god 
which is why I was kind of bringing that up. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of the point I'm trying to make, though, is that at a point, the 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 core of defense of the faith is, mm-hmm. is faith. Um, apologetics is very specific, and I don't even think a defense of the faith is even an accurate description of it. I actually think that's a really bad definition um, because it, it's giving the alternative to the thing they are claiming is true. It's it's actually it it's actually closer to being offensive instead of defensive um, because it claims that well the faith is being oh, oh attacked. I need to defend it, and you don't really see that in scripture either because if I mean, they're going to attack God. Up- then good luck. I mean, like good, good luck for that. But the uh, the core of 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 communicating faith to other people isn't apologetics. It's testimony. Um, it's being a it's 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 it, it's being able to tell the story of the thing God is doing. Because on an uh, hmm. on an academic end, I can debate those points, and even I can. A debate the counterpoints and the counter counterpoints and i can sway the mind but if you've experienced the presence of god right and and are telling that story to a person that i was blind and now i see they cannot claim that is false Right. I mean, they could say, no, you can actually yeah. see or something like that. But then it's just – that's a crazy argument to make because they have no basis to make it. Right. And that's where apologetics is interesting, <clears throat> I feel. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes, I mean, I feel like it's mm-hmm. used more for ourselves than for other mm-hmm. people. Sure. Um, And that's why I feel like people should do it under the right circumstances – I might agree with you on they don't have to. It is a good have thing to. to do. It is a very good thing to do, and I do encourage it. I'm I'm trying to be clear about the thing I'm saying. It's a good thing to do, and I encourage people to do it. Um, I, but in order, and I appreciate that. Oh, 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 that that got brought up. That the order is first. I have to understand the the, the truth of God through mm-hmm. Scripture. And then after that, if I'm trying to communicate to a specific context, specific culture, I do. I have to understand that culture and context and be prepared at times to go toe-to-toe to it. Absolutely. But to say everybody needs to go and go through the objections to the faith, um, I just – I have problems pitching that as prescriptive. Because I don't think it's prescriptive. I think it's great right. to do. It's a great thing. I encourage people to do it. But understand truth and and have faith first. Um, and then if that's a place God is calling to do that. He, uh, me personally, I don't do a ton of apologetics type things because the calling I have is very specific to internal Christianity mm-hmm. and trying to build up others in in the faith to put down that foundation of truth. Um, I don't do a bunch of cross-cultural type of uh, ministry that that's questions that come up. And actually, as far as apologetics goes, I'm a really bad apologist. Um, I, ca- I can spout off truths, but I can't spout off the the defense of the faith. Sure, yeah. Better people than me. Um, and that's why, I mean, I think to answer your question more to a fine point, Nick, mm-hmm. Um, I think that 
what we meant by being in community, mm-hmm. reading scripture, is not to build that echo chamber, mm-hmm. but in order to be able to reach out and to um, research mm-hmm. apologetics, I feel like it needs to be a firm basis yeah. and you need to be tied to those things mm-hmm. or else it's not going to go well. Right. There's, I mean, you might make it out, but like it's right. not gonna, it's not smart. It's not um, effective. Right. It's just not good. Um, I guess and, I've, I've personally watched many people think their way out of the faith and, and, and that's the place that, that knowledge overpowered faith. Mm-hmm. Because I'm, I'm trying to understand an, an infinite God. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm not going to be able to do it. There, there are things I, I have to take on faith because I am incapable. And, and to think I need to be able to explain and understand everything or I'm being a terrible Christian, which isn't the thing that you're saying, Nick. So par- pardon the. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, both I, I feel off like really I'm really <laughs> dunking on Nick here, and I really appreciate him a ton. And actually, I have a thing in a minute, but um, I'm I I'm not going to be able to understand everything. And as it comes down to it, as it comes down to it, it's it it's a matter of faith. And I don't think being in community is an echo chamber. I actually think it's kind of encouragement in the truth right and i think that i mean the reason i really dig apologetics Mm -hmm. and like you said Mm -hmm. it might not be for everyone i'm still deciding and thinking that through but we're moving on from that um but apologetics under the right circumstances I think it's very beneficial. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and that's why I appreciate it a ton is because I know how much it's done in yeah. my personal faith. Yeah. But to do it, just you be careful is mm-hmm. really the way I would put mm-hmm. it because even even listening to Rhett and Link's episodes um, and listening to their points because I was not in the mindset mm-hmm. of – apologetics Mm -hmm. you know it was very tough for me to listen to yeah because i started asking those questions too and i had no basis i was like i was like huh maybe maybe they're right like that was literally questions Mm -hmm. going through my head it's like man i mean this is super interesting Mm -hmm. and really because i was not mentally prepared to go into that and that's why i like apologetics is because Mm -hmm. When you do put yourself in it in the right circumstances, mm-hmm. um, which I believe is reading the Bible alongside whatever else you're reading um, and making sure you know the bi- mm-hmm. biblical counterpoints while you're reading right. that um, and making sure that right. you are in community, which is what you're talking about. And like I said, reading the Bible. Mm-hmm. In, in scripture as the ultimate type of the authority right like if it's what your pastor said might not be that great of a thing to tie next to (laughs) right well i mean the the problem of 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 the authority of scripture it's not that scripture is the that it's just scripture it's that scripture speaks first it Mm -hmm. speaks above everything else and is the primary type of uh, 
of authority and everything else can be argued, debated, and disagreed with, including councils, pastors, books, podcasts, all of that. If mm-hmm. if it doesn't come under the authority of scripture, then there's problems in there that need to be adjusted. And that's a historical right. – actually, there's a problem in Christianity too that yeah. uh, they had – Plenty of people claiming, no, 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 the the the, the pastor is, is the highest authority. It's like, well, no, the pastor was wrong. Yeah. Um, and if the pastor isn't coming under the authority of Scripture, then you should not listen to the pastor. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so that's why I would – and we were talking about this mm-hmm. specifically, Danny. Like, we feel like because you even brought this question up, yeah. like, you might honestly – be a really good fit for right. diving into apologetics oh, under you, the right circumstances. <laughs> you took mine, and I feel like I'm being really hard on Nick. <laughs> so can I say it too? Yes, you say can it I too. Say it too? That Nick. was Nick. Danny <laughs> said that first. I, well, that's actually the first thought I have. So, or, or that I hadn't. I feel bad bringing it up last. Uh, is that Nick? You have a clear call to apologetics if the. If if the passion is, I I am strong in my faith, and now I need to go explore these objections to this faith that I know to be true in order to best understand it. Whether you like it or not, that's either, I mean, that's a call to apologetics, and uh, this is the 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 story that 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 many people they've gotten into in in this type of a moment of being able to say i'm exploring this in order to defend the faith and and to give a testimony to people that otherwise would not pay attention and be encouraged in that and grow in that i i chased that while coming under the authority of scripture right um the other content is not as strong as scripture and be willing to fall is under scripture first, but um, be encouraged in apologetics and then give avenues of actually giving that out to people uh, mm-hmm. to find that. Talk to a pastor, talk to a person that's kind of uh, uh, doing the same thing, but give opportunities to say, hey, I've kind of done this thing. Where can I express it out? And Yeah. Yeah. I would love to list some of the books I read in um in high school. Please do. Uh, I in don't the description because I don't know them off the top of my head. Okay. But there is some mm-hmm. some really good ones. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean I think that it's a super cool mm-hmm. thing and and I feel like it's it's almost something that you shouldn't um push people to do if that makes sense mm-hmm. i feel like there's like little joe you know who just became a christian mm-hmm. he's 10 years old great great <laughs> Don't and now do all the writings him. of buddha like yeah. wow that's too soon you know yeah. um i mean like there's a specific like i think it it is something that god can call us to do although mm-hmm. i think some people are just naturally ready for it but it's yeah. not really up to us if that makes sense yeah which is where, like, going back to your thing, how you don't think everyone should do it, like, I might agree with you, but I might not. <laughs> I don't think everyone needs to necessarily do it. Sure. I, I'm i not prescribing <laughs> it as a requirement of the faith. 
I, no, I wouldn't require that as a crime yeah. of the faith either. I'm not saying that, although so I do think that uh, <laughs> I do think that at some point in your life, it is a mm-hmm. good thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it is a good thing to do. Absolutely. I want to um, be very. I want to be very clear with what I'm saying here. It is a great thing to do under the authority of Scripture. Apologetics is wonderful. Also, it's not prescriptive that every Christian, in order to test their faith, needs to do this. Because I've had my faith tested often, and it's just by wanting to sin. And no amount of apologetics is going to get me through that test because it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing on being a diet. I I know Snickers are bad. Still want to eat 12 of them. Um, and yeah. being able to articulate that in a clear and academic kind of a manner, even if I know how many trans fats are in there, uh, I still w- want to eat all the Snicker. Um, yeah. And, and that is a testing of the fate, not Snickers specifically. Well, kind of, but Could whatever. Be. Could mean, be. For like some I'm, people. Again, I'm not rolling it out. I'm taking a rather soft stance on everything, but a right, aggressive yeah. soft stance. And that's why I feel like. I mean, I could be wrong, but to me, that's what I've always viewed apologetics and just normal mm-hmm. faith as is, you know, using the shield. And then apologetics mm-hmm. is very much, you know, running out into the battlefield. Yeah. Um, like you said before, it's yeah. kind of offensive instead of defensive. Yeah. Um, it's actually bringing the authority of scripture to an argument while also not citing the authority of scripture, which is kind of funny. It's almost like I'm, I'm diving way too in deep mm-hmm. into this analogy, but it's like not to be mistaken with just going out with a sword into the battlefield, but you mm-hmm. still have your shield yourself. If that makes sense, because you're able to defend yourself. Did, I'm getting. Did you just figure out how weapons and armor work? I know, right? <laughs> All right, guys. Medieval times. When is we're crazy. back, here, it's not medieval. Oh my gosh, you just hit. Oh no! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We you? just hit a thing History that nerd. is really frustrating to me because scripture, specifically talking about the armor of God, no, not was that. not that. Roman stuff thank you yeah. why do we keep drawing the 12th that. century visor I, i've never seen that to me i've only I've seen roman seen stuff so many times it's frustrating just you know the armor of god is for some reason a 13th century knight <laughs> and i'm like why? i mean to be honest you're not losing any detail it's not like you know it just bugs me historically sure <laughs> it does that's not what they're talking about but yeah, I don't know where we were, but let's Sorry. move on. Anyway, but thank you so much yes, for asking we appreciate the, the question. question. Like, it sounds like we're aggressive, but we're not. Yeah, or he's not. We're, I, we're too. <laughs> I live aggressive. I don't know. So you do not live aggressive. <laughs> well, well, it's been a long week. Yes, we're tired. Yes, we're actually we. Ha- Caleb, I I do I want to take this time and say mm-hmm. thank you to you. Um, because we both had long weeks Mm -hmm. and I dumped work on you and then found out like, and also I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, well, I already dumped that work (laughs) on you. And then both of us were very tired by the end of the the week. I had two days of funeral 
sorry, two days of wedding, two funerals on top of everything else. And I right. was tired. Yeah. Um, you had job extra podcast things for yeah, episode had, 115 with Jonathan. I had to do the graphics, do which I, mm-hmm. I totally just did the bare minimum for on the Jonathan Pennington one. I mean, I'm here thanking you. So let's <laughs> say then, you did great. And then my family yeah. is coming down with my parents, um, mm-hmm. which I, I made, never get to see. I made you do a tech test. Didn't. Where where we came in and and did eight Zoom calls to see if it was gonna work. Oh yeah, that I made you do that, and I appreciate that. But boy, howdy, were we tired at the end of that. Yep. And um and that got me thinking that um this idea of rest mm-hmm. because we occasionally need to rest. Well, all right, me specific. I'll I'll be honest. The um struggle I have oftentimes is if there's a hole in my calendar, I feel as if I need to plug said hole. Um, is is like, I'm open then. (laughs) Uh, and, and trying to do beyond what I can do in a reasonable sense. Right. And I've, I've had to be intentional about finding time to rest. Um, and, and spiritually in, well, I'm not just talking about taking a good nap or, or any of that, but finding time to rest in a spiritual sense, I think is, is important that the Christian do that. Right. Um, there's a verse in Matthew chapter 11, 28 through 30. Do you want to go ahead and read it for us? Yes. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, partially, I was thinking about this also because of Ravi's death. Um, mm-hmm. That this is a man that, see, and, oh yeah, and and I heard a, a kind of a sermon where the pastor talked about being in 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 heaven is the place where people go that they have found their rest in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that was an eye-opening explanation of rest. Right. That this is the place where people go and find their rest in Jesus. Because cause I, I kind of... I don't know. I kind of got it in the brain of even in heaven, it's an active time of, well, got to do this. Now we're going off to this, this and that, but it's not, it's rest. Right. And, and I, I appreciate that God gives us even the time in today's day and age to, um, experience glimpses of a future glory through our rest. Right. And I'd never thought about that before. And it's totally tripping me out a little bit to think about that that the the uh kind of a sabbath is a glimpse of the future rest in eternity yeah it's crazy yeah i mean it's it is and like you said because we've had super busy weeks Mm -hmm. i mean i was up until 2 a.m yeah uh like two nights of this week right Doing, trying to get you know some stuff done and and it is truly just shows you how much 
you appreciate rest. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said appreciate it so weird. Well, in <laughs> how needed it actually is. Yes, yeah. exactly. Like, I literally had a burning headache mm-hmm. because of being so tired. Mm-hmm. And not only just is sleeping, but having, like, like you said, an empty day of nothing. Mm-hmm. And just being able to read your Bible, mm-hmm. you know, just do nothing. Right. And But just sit there and be still. Right is insanely great mm-hmm. <laughs> oh absolutely and and i was thinking through and uh you know sorry to put you on the spot on this but i'll do it for you also but like well, at, as far as it's it's easy to tell people you know hey take a sabbath and be at rest well what are a couple of the things we can do to find rest in a spiritual kind of a sense and i have a couple and i'm i'm guessing that you probably there's a couple go-tos also, but I've found, um, to me, a good amount of time is, 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 is that it's this internal drive to keep pushing and pushing that it it comes off as a God complex Mm -hmm. that I need to be able to drive this. I need to be able to push. I need to be able to do this in order to do everything, but I can't do everything. Only God can do everything. Mm -hmm. And, and I've, and I've gotten to this point too, that at a point the, the body goes like, okay, so now since, a person is in disobedience to God, your body will just stop. It 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 gets to a point that says, yeah. if you do not slow down, I will kill you. You know, like I I will end you. And at some point, um getting to that is is it, it is a gift out of God. Now I uh I do talk about the spiritual nap. That's the thing I mm-hmm. do. The spiritual nap. Sometimes you need to take a nap in Jesus' name, and I I know that sounds as if it's an excuse, but man, sometimes you got to take a spiritual nap in Jesus' name. Yeah. Um. And and that's happened a few times in Scripture that a person God has helped them fall asleep, and then they came out of it fine. It's like you needed a nap. That is idiot. So you know, true. Like you, I mean, like <laughs> you needed a nap. You know. Literally, I'm gonna yeah. use my sister as an example, even though I'm not gonna go into any detail at all. But something happened. You know, she was upset. Mm-hmm. She went home, took a nap, yeah. ate, right, and was like, "Wow, right, <laughs> right. why am I upset?" <laughs> right, um, and it and that happens to me all the time. Right, like it is something that is so needed. Although mm-hmm. I take a nap if I have the time, right. I will take a nap. My roommate hates hates it, and it is hilarious. Talking to you, J Dog. <laughs> oh wow! I love Jason. Oh. Yeah, I love Jason um, too. But it's funny, like, because I mean, I bring that up because I take a lot of naps, and to be honest, they're not always in Jesus' name. <laughs> this one's in Caleb's name. You know, <laughs> I love sleeping. It is uh-huh. kind of. It's great. We can um, get into that another episode when we yeah. talk about sloth. That is way more aggressive than I meant it to be. I'm sorry. I literally I'm so sorry. My body is like just does the math. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because if I don't get my eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. then I have to take a nap to do eight. 
Yeah, to cute. get eight. No, no matter how long, I uh-huh. won't set an alarm, but my body will automatically sleep right. the remainder that I missed. Right. And it is kind of hilarious. Oh. Um, and I oftentimes mm-hmm. don't get to do my eight, which is why I take a lot of naps. Right. <laughs> but. Oh, boy. Um, Anyways, the, I don't know what The other are. thing. <laughs> so, so spiritual naps, I found it to be good. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is schedule your time off that has been so helpful to me is saying uh, this is a blackout time that i'm taking this time to 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 go through scripture to spend that time in prayer but to to schedule it because i'm i'm a calendar guy if it isn't on a calendar the brain interprets it as that is open and if it's important i'll schedule it and uh i I'm 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 actually starting to schedule the the spiritual days I take. This is a, a day that I am working on growing closer to Christ in an intensive kind of a manner because you should be doing that every day. But like um this is a spiritual day that I'm taking and and it's it's a form of rest. It isn't a form of 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 striving. It's it's moving closer to the presence of God to find rest and 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 to schedule those um and 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 the other is be in christian community i know we kind of brought that up and was the base for the question which was a great question nick we love you um (laughs) but to be in that community is a form of spiritual rest of being together in the body of christ to praise god in the community i it's 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 important to have those times that all of us are standing together to praise and give glory to the same God at the same time. Right. Um. That that has been building up to my soul, and if I don't get that, I I, I found I get squirrely faster. Um. Because it's it's as if the there it, there's a deeper thing inside that's r- wrong, and I don't know how else to explain it. Right. So. Oh, as as far as spiritual arrest goes, are are, are there any things that you do to kind of yeah? If I have draw into that, if I have the time, like my ideal Saturday is waking up, mm-hmm. reading like one chapter of mm-hmm. the Bible somewhere, right? Um, which I try to do in order if I can get it in my regular schedule, which I can. I'm just yeah. I guess terrible at waking up, but. Yeah. Um, doing that. And then honestly, one of my favorite things to do is just super calming. And something that I like to do is I have a list of literally almost everybody I know where mm-hmm. I've ever met. <laughs> Not that's a bit extensive, but, and I just go over that and mm-hmm. pray for everyone. Okay. And so it literally, the reason I, I have to have time for it because it, takes about like an hour to two hours mm-hmm. but it's just soothing to just sit down and talk to god not mm-hmm. about yourself right right but in in place of everyone else like yeah. and it's something that i feel like i focus on myself a lot mm-hmm. so to take time to intentionally pray for other people mm-hmm. is super super good and then honestly just doing nothing like things that aren't mm-hmm. <laughs> very uh like like a nap like you said yeah. 
where I'm literally just completely checked out of the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and then see to me, it, it also sounds counterintuitive, but I, I have found a good amount of spiritual rest while starting to jog more. Hmm. I've had fantastic prayer times, just ideas to clear the head in order to give that attention to God. Um, yeah. I mean, I, That's a good I wouldn't one. necessarily call it rest in the physical sense because my legs hurt and my foot's sore. But um, in, in a spiritual kind of context, it is a thing to be stated on keeping or or getting the body in a place that it is an right. offering to God. And that's a form of rest. I got to be careful. I feel like I'm being very uh, – No, that makes sense. Very liberal with my term. I think about rest, but I – yeah. I think about I, – I, obviously not now since all the gyms have been closed, but rock climbing has been a mm-hmm. big thing the past, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know how many months it's been. Probably like five. I've been – I've done it on and off beforehand. No. Not five, my dude. I mean, but there was a time a beforehand – It's been like nine weeks. Where I did like four months of subscription – for the membership. Oh, oh, I thought you meant done how long it's been off. closed. Sorry. Okay. No, no, good. not how long. Okay. How long I'm you've like, been doing it? It feels like five because um, we're all in this together. But I've been doing a lot of rock climbing, uh-huh. not since the quarantine. But yeah, and that was something that honestly, when I was able to do it, it mm-hmm. was, it was obviously physically straining, but right. spiritually pouring in. You know, mm-hmm. like it is time to just hang out with my other buddies that I went mm-hmm. with and use my body which feels good Mm -hmm. and so that's interesting that you brought that up because i think of rest is kind of like this vague thing i think it's honestly like um there's this training we went to for my church for the surf staff and um pastor vinky at my church he who is solid and has an open invite on this show if you (laughs) if you're listening um he you're not but if you are created this thing i mean and it's a common thing but creating a list of what of activities that make you pour out and mm-hmm. pour into you yeah you know yes and so it's yeah, yeah. ins and outs basically yeah. and and it's not to say that those things that are going mm-hmm. in are always good right and those things that are going out right. are always bad no you know, it's, it's it's just a flow of i hate saying flow of energy because it, I mean, well, it kind of, but yeah, like, that sounds super right. weird, but right. I mean, that's not what I mean, is. but you kind of know what I mean. So in a spiritual sense, like mm-hmm. I encourage everyone to make those mm-hmm. lists. Yeah. And, and I mean, to be fair, there, there are days that jogging, I mean, jogging is fluid. There are days it is, it brings energy and days it takes it right out of me mm-hmm. and being able to, to, uh, to carry the discernment to between those is really important to finding a rest there are days where i need to not jog that i have still gone to do it and i have paid the consequences because of it and at that point it's not kind of any kind of arrest spiritual emotional or physical it's arrogance and insecurity Mm -hmm. and that is very very different in being able to parse those two out because it's still jogging the same amount the same amount of time the same amount of distance and all that but that it's 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 a different posture towards god in that process yeah i mean i feel like that all has to do with context Mm -hmm. on you know Mm -hmm. what is going on in your life other than that thing and 
but yeah, it's a rest is a super important thing. Yeah. And I mean, I feel like, especially now, right. like I said, coming off of this crazy <clears throat> week, that I just have this super. I mean, an appreciation for it, mm-hmm. and and it's hard, it's hard to see that when you're. Mm-hmm. In a time yeah. of rest, if yeah. that makes sense. Like, you're like, oh, this is just... And quarantine has honestly been one of those times. Like, this has been my first week where I've been truly packed. Mm-hmm. Like, from right. when I wake up to 2 a.m. Like, that right. is not something that always happens, especially during the times of quarantine. But, yeah. like... Thank goodness, too. That's... I know, right? <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, it's super yeah. important. and. Really, I I would encourage you guys to make that list of Absolutely. things that pours out and in. Absolutely. Well, um, if you're interested in being as cool as uh, Nick and asking us questions, there are a couple avenues that yes. that, that, oh, that that can be done. Uh, Nick actually uh, gave us a question on a YouTube. It was a comment, and I, as I was going through, I try and answer all of our comments on. Oh, until they're the negative ones. Um, <laughs> Dang. I, well, what am I going to say? Like, you all are terrible and you should feel bad. I do. You know, like, what do you want? I don't know. Um, thank you we for listening. We haven't had any bad comments. Except for uh, that one. Yeah. That one. Who? We'll talk. On, well, are you talking about on Instagram? Or? I'll, well, I'll, that's a great point. Another Gosh. place people can ask questions is on Instagram and Facebook at... A nobody special podcast. Also, it's possible to go to uh, thegospelpost.com slash nobody special. And there's a form at the bottom of the page to turn in a question to say hi or ask for advice from us for whatever reason. No, uh, Don't do and, it. And, and we'll do our best. I really sold it there. This is why you do this part because I super sold that. Uh, but no, I'll. All of us will do our best to answer that and uh, uh, talk about things that are interesting to you guys. So, um, Caleb, where else can can they find our podcast? Any place other than uh, YouTube? Yes, you can find us on iTunes and uh, Spotify mm-hmm. or anywhere else you get your podcast, except for SoundCloud, I believe. You can find well, if you're you listening can find to this one episode on SoundCloud. If, I think. If, if, if you're listening to this, <laughs> you're not listening to us on SoundCloud. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you can find us really wherever you get your podcasts, and um, yeah, follow us on social media mm-hmm. and. Um, Tell your friends. That's our primary means of growing this thing. It's actually been doing pretty good. Sandy's cheap. Yeah. yeah. Imagine Mr. Krabs, except for running a podcast, and that's Stanny. <laughs> I literally cannot think of what Mr. Krabs sounds like right now. I know that's not it at all. That's sad. I love me money. I don't know. That's don't know. that's not that's it. Bad. Either. That's also not it. Uh, it's close to whatever you just did. <laughs> Uh, what was that what was they doing someone's gonna email in it's like that's a really bad cartoon I'm like yeah I'm sorry my bad well on that note I think that is gonna do it for us today so I'm Danny and I'm Caleb and we are Nobody Nobody Special. Special